This episode of the Door County Pulse podcast is brought to you in part by the Door County Community Foundation, inspiring people to give back, to sustain, and advance the community that we love. To learn more, visit givedoorcounty.org. Hello and welcome to the Door County Pulse podcast. I'm Miles Danhausen Jr., writer and editor of the Peninsula Pulse, and I'm joined today to talk about Sturgeon Bay Maritime Week. And with me today are Cam Ehlers Kwiatkowski from Destination Sturgeon Bay. Hi, Cam. Hey, Miles. How are you? Good. You have been on the podcast, I think, at least one time before, maybe yes. twice. Yes, one time before. But it's been a while, so welcome back to the our new tighter closet here. It's good to be here. Yeah, we're, we're bumping elbows and getting hurt in the podcast booth already. <laughs> and then uh, a name that'll be familiar to a lot of people as well, Paige Funkhauser, one-time writer for the Peninsula Pulse and a Door County advocate, and now at the Door County Maritime Museum. Door, God, I was just. <laughs> <laughs> Where is Paige now? <laughs> Where, like, um, Which community is she in? <laughs> hey, I've been here for four seasons now, Miles. This is four, four seasons. Years, okay. Four years. I was in Sister Bay for six fall fests. <laughs> That's my record. <laughs> Great start. You know, uh, these community jobs, they're kind of, you know, it's high burnout level. <laughs> yes. You burned out of multiple, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So... Back to Maritime Week. Back to Maritime Week. Um, so Maritime Week, if people didn't know, Sturgeon Bay actually has a shipbuilding culture. I don't know if anyone knew about that. <laughs> Is this a new thing you just started this year? I believe it was uh, 140 years. Yeah. Yeah, 140 years <laughs> since the Coast Guard has been here. It hasn't been. Actually, yeah. Been wow. yeah. Since Dunlop um, Reef was built. So... There's a lot of cool aspects to Maritime Week. I first got introduced to some of these events when uh, I think Mike Dobner was doing the, uh, the the boat building challenge probably like 20 years ago when I was working for him at the Bowl. And just the images from that just cracked me up in that whole process. But there's a lot more around the Maritime Week stretch. I think it's August. Well, I'll let you tell me, Paige, what the dates are because I will screw them up. But it's like 10 days of different events and celebrations of really the the heart and soul of what Sturgeon Bay is all about. It is. And I think that heart and soul of Sturgeon Bay, that Coast Guard has an impact countywide, regionally, because we've got three stations here. We have three detachments in Sturgeon Bay alone. Plus, you've got a station up on Washington Island. And our folks here out of Sturgeon Bay, out of the canal station, serve Green Bay and often staff mm. the station down in Green Bay. Coast Guard, like everybody else, is a little shorthanded these days. So if anybody's looking for a job <laughs> with federal benefits. Coast is open. Not that I'm recruiting. But, yeah. <laughs> um, but back to Maritime Week. Yeah, Maritime Week officially kicks off on Tuesday, August 1st. The city is going to do a proclamation at the monthly council meeting on August 1. So anybody interested in seeing that will do a city proclamation August 1st, 6 p.m. at the city hall. Then we take a little break, and then we kick it off with... Classic Wooden Boat Show, and the Sikaflex Build-A-Boat Challenge. That's August 5 and 6, the weekend, and it's a small little show, but it is unique to Door County. <laughs> There's no arts and crafts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we will have brats. That should be part of the branding. <laughs> we, will, we will have brats and whitefish sandwiches, though, and beer. If the arts and crafts are scaring you away from other festivals, <laughs> this is one that's safe for you. If this you have some complex, this is the place. Complete. We'll sell show shirts, but that's about <laughs> as far as we go with the arts and crafts. Penny Neeson, some folks know her from Peninsula School of Art. She's been a volunteer around the community. I know she helps at the Sturgeon Bay Fine Art Fair. She's come up with a cool Cane Island 
something to do with wax and hot irons. And I went, okay, as long as it's safe for children and we're not near the water with the iron, we'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Oh, it's a t-shirt. Maybe. No, 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 she's she's got these, she bought these canvases and she took an image of Canine Island Lighthouse and she's screened it on there and kids can paint it and use crayons and then you take an iron and it's what i um yeah it looks cool Paige is not actually demonstrating this in the no. podcast studio, no. so you're not missing anything. <laughs> no. You're only getting the audio. I mean, here. I could, I could, I could mimic, mimic an iron. It's been a while since <laughs> I've actually ironed <laughs> anything, but you know, I don't think anything's getting ironed here. No, no, no. <laughs> we're not with that technique. So, you talked about Mikey Dobner and doing the Sikaflex Build a Boat Challenge. So we've already got 12 teams. We are topped out for teams this year, which is huge. That's awesome. We have, I think we're going to open it up for space for two more, but those may be reserved for Coastie teams. Mm. Um, we are going to have That's some an unfair advantage. <laughs> I imagine the Coast Guard guys could. You, you'd think. One would think, Miles. However, really? when you're stuck on a ship, you don't have a lot of opportunities to be using power tools. I, s- I suppose. The military spends a, a lot of money to build the ship for them. It's really entertaining because the Coast Guard teams, I think people get special delight watching the Coast Guard team sink in the yeah. Sikaflex race. <laughs> well, a couple of years ago, we did have a team, and I think they sort of planned on sinking because they brought out some old flares and actually shot oh. flares off in the middle of the water. Yeah, that was pretty fun. So for listeners who know nothing about it, mm. and we're talking about this boat building challenge, and they might be like, so there's like people welding boats together. Uh, like, what does this look like? Is this Fincantieri versus like the Peterson alumni or something? So what is... The build a boat challenge. Like, what's the time frame? What are they working with? Sure. So, Sikaflex is the sponsor of the build a boat challenge race, and they happen all over the United States. And we are lu- one of the lucky ones that got on that bandwagon a few years ago. I'm sorry, I don't know off the top of my head who the person was that made the connection. It might have been John <laughs> Gast. So each team of two people gets a couple of plywood boards, some stirring strips, and some zip ties, and some tubes of Sikaflex, and they have about six to eight hours on Saturday to construct a vessel. I use that term loosely. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Both people have to be able to get into the vessel and attempt to paddle it. There are a number of vessels when on Sunday we do the races at one o'clock, they don't make it off the dock. (laughs) 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 It's immediately sink like stones. (laughs) Or don't even sink, you know, it just floats along and they have to pick it up. But the goal is to paddle it out and we have a kind of a race course marked and people that can do that the fastest eventually win the Sikaflex prize. It's It's kind of a compilation of decoration and speed and doing some of the requirements of building the Sikaflex vessel. It helps people win the contest. It's a pretty fancy trophy. It does yeah. involve a tube of Sikaflex cock <laughs> <laughs> and a base. I, I hope so. Um, the <laughs> We've had people, so the Zachariasons have been doing it for almost 20 years. And we have another team. It's an adorable father-daughter team. And they've been doing it since she was little. And she's now an adult, has a family, lives elsewhere, and they she comes back each year to do the second place race with her dad. Do they ever win? They have won it. Okay. Yeah. That'd be pretty sad if they've been there for 20 <laughs> years and they just never figured it out. <laughs> I think they didn't figure it out. Yeah, no, they're pretty good. Oh, it's also fortunate, you know, they think you got the Coast Guard right there. So it yeah. is. It works. Very safe event. <laughs> it works out. <laughs> and a this all happens, like, right outside the Maritime Museum it does. itself, right? So right people line up. Yeah. Two, three deep along the bridge, Michigan yeah. Street Bridge. Mm-hmm. They're all along that silent craft and where the pontoon rentals are between the Michigan Street Bridge and the Maritime Museum. I mean, it's just 
filled with people. People are cheering. People cheer when they sing. People cheer when they <laughs> win. You know, it's just a fun afternoon. It's free. Anybody can come out and watch it for free. Everybody likes free, right? And uh, it's great for kids. Yeah, it's definitely ages. one of my favorite parts of the weekend because seeing people all lined up on the Michigan Street Bridge and just like pouring over over to the Maritime Museum, it's it's super cool. And some of them get pretty cool with their designs. I think the photo we had from last year is like some kind of frog or amphibious <laughs> yes, there's been rubber ducks and dragons, and I did hear possibly there might be a shark this year. Uh -oh. However, I was told that instead of playing Jaws, they would be playing Baby Shark as yeah. their intro oh song. My, gosh. It's basically my daughter my Lucy is anyway. going to be so excited. Baby yeah. Shark on repeat in our house 24-7. Baby Shark band-aids, they're very popular. <laughs> and my boy is now three, so they get used a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Comes out of the bathroom with like 10 Baby Shark band-aids all over <laughs> So that's like a flex, and uh, yeah, the boat show, 10 to 5 on Saturday, 10 to 4 on Sunday. We've got classic boats that come from all over the Midwest, UP, oh, wow. Iowa, Indiana, all over Wisconsin. What we have discovered in the last few years, especially since COVID, is a number of the boat groups are no longer doing their shows. Hmm. They've aged out. Um, you know, we're watching this in Dark County. You know, I'm I'm curious how some of the some of our nonprofit organizations are going to continue mm -hmm. as people age out of them. Tell me about it. So hard to find volunteers and and just people to serve on boards. Mm -hmm. The boat show. How many boats do you have? We average anywhere from forty to fifty boats oh, each wow. year. Right now, I think we're close to about thirty. So we'll definitely hit that so number. I'm guessing clearly that's the biggest of the boat shows that take place in Door County. Yes. I'm actually trying to think if there are any other official non-sales boat shows, and I don't know that there are. Yeah. I mean, Sister Bay does one for... They do Marina Fest. Marina Fest. But it's not technically called a boat show. Yeah. I've gone to these, and I'm not a boater. Mm -hmm. I've never owned a boat, and I keep telling my wife I never will, but <laughs> <laughs> but it is really cool. See, especially the classic ones, those old wooden ones, the old crisscross, things like that. So There's like 40 to 50 boats that come... The Rotary Club this year, the Sturgeon Bay Breakfast Rotary, is going to do our food. Mark Weborg and Jim Springer, two of our wonderful community fishermen, come down and do a whitefish fry for us. And we get culvers, you know, some good food, kettle corn. I'm talking way more about food because we really don't have that much food. It's really small. So I'm going to flip this over Sunday. The best food part, I'm going to say, of our Classic Win Bocho Weekend will be the revised Bloodies, Brews, and Bacon Yes. Yeah, so and Cam. Yes. Please tell me how much bacon I can get. <laughs> <laughs> so Destination Sturgeon Bay is really excited to partner with the Maritime Museum and really, you know, bolster the Classic and One Boat Fest and Maritime Weekend. And in 2021, Destination Sturgeon Bay added an event that takes place on Sunday. This year it'll be taking place Sunday, August 6th. And in the past, it's been called the Bloody Mary Social. So we've had about, you know, six or seven different participating businesses that have brought their Bloody Marys down to Sunny's Pizzeria patio, and they set up, and it is a ticketed event, but people can purchase a ticket, taste the Bloody Marys, and vote for their favorite Bloody and also favorite Bloody Mary garnish. So... There's trophies. Wait, 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 wait. Very, there's very, a separate prize for garnish? Yes. So <laughs> there's best bloody and then also favorite garnish. Who won last year? So Stone Harbors, the reigning champ, they okay. won actually the last two years. Best garnish went to Scuturo's the first year, and last year it went to Inn at Cedar Crossing. Okay. And what so was it? Their like garnish. a live turkey? Or? <laughs> 
No, their garnish was <laughs> fantastic. It had bacon in it, but also had pickled beets. And I think oh, that wow. was like the thing that really took it over the top. Reagan did a great job at Cedar Crossing. And it's just a lot of fun because the businesses bring their setup. They come, they talk about their bloody, they talk about their garnish, and it gets pretty competitive. So I love the competitive spirit. And yeah. it's it's great to have people coming down just enjoying like a really chill brunch Sunday. We've got kind of some jazzy background music that has taken place. But this year we're revamping it a little bit. So we're expanding and it's not just the bloodies, it's bloodies, brews, and bacon. Does that include so coffee? Last year we did have coffee. Oh, okay. Yes. But and other brunch cocktails too. But the bloodies are back. So we've got five participating vendors. We have brews. So Bridge Up Brewing Company is right there. And this year one barrel is also mm-hmm. going to be a participant. So expanding the brews option. And then our friend Jason at Sonny's has a hookup for bacon. So with with every ticket purchase, you get five slabs of premium bacon. So it's really a fun, it runs from 10 a.m. until 1 p.m. So right before the Sickaflex, we we wrap up at like 1245 so everybody can head over and check out the Sickaflex. But it's just a really chill event, a lot of fun, and people... Last year, people that came, just they just had a great time. It was, it was a lot of fun. This episode of the Door County Pulse podcast is brought to you in part by Door County Medical Center. Are you looking for a job in Door County with excellent benefits, culture, and potential for advancement through tuition reimbursement programs? Door County Medical Center is hiring. For more than 75 years, Door County Medical Center has been the leader in health and wellness for Door and Kiwani counties. Their integrated medical center provides a wide range of specialties, including primary care, behavioral health, general surgery, the Women and Children's Center, the Door Orthopedic Center, the Door County Cancer Center, and more. To join the team, apply today at dcmedical.org slash careers. I've got to back up here. The slabs of bacon. Yes. Is this... So you're getting raw meat? Like people are... Mm-hmm. They get, I'm curious they, about this too. They do the more. ticket no. and you hand them raw meat and then they walk around with that for like three hours? Like how's melting this, on their arm. How's this going? <laughs> so what Jason's going to be doing is working with the bacon vendor to provide different types of premium bacon. So we'll have peppered bacon, candied bacon, regular oh, okay. bacon, like not just the thin, we're talking premium slabs. Like, like side cut. belly, like pork yeah. belly kind of... The side I, pork type of deal. Yes, yeah. I'm interested yeah. to do a little taste testing, but they're a great partner, Sunny's is, and to host us on the patio, it's just such a beautiful setting. They also provide a free slice of breakfast pizza with your ticket purchase. Oh, nice. So it really is. I mean, tickets are $40, but it's a great deal. You're getting the the five bloodies, the brew samples, and then all that bacon and <laughs> breakfast pizza. <laughs> Sounds so Wisconsin, and I love that it. I'm here for it. <laughs> Cam, Cam, if I go over, if I you know get to leave the boat show and walk over to Bloody Spurs and Bacon. Can I then walk back over to the Maritime Museum with Bloody Mary? Yes, you can, because Sturgeon Bay is in the entertainment district. So we have uh, a walkable district, which includes Sunny's and the Maritime Museum. So you can take open intoxicants in your plastic cup and walk on the sidewalk. That is something that a lot of people don't know. And I, our businesses are doing a better job now of promoting that. They've yeah. got printouts of where the district is, because I think people get a little wary um, taking an open intoxicant off sure. of an establishment property. But you could literally take your bloody, walk over, watch the Sycophlex, and uh, really make a great a great day of it. Awesome. 
And it, for people who haven't been down to the waterfront, there's been, you know, Sturgeon Bay has been working on these improvements for years. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's, it's not done yet, but you can see kind of the progress that's been made there on the, just it, right up on the waterfront boardwalk. And for sure. um, it's getting nicer and nicer every every year. And then even go check out Grand Park. That park's really come into its own. Mm-hmm. So. No, it, it's a beautiful area. Sunny's just added a rooftop deck as well. So mm-hmm. that's great seating. The promenade on the West Waterfront right outside of the Maritime is beautiful. You mentioned Grand Park and then just all the renovations that have taken place down at Otumba. I mean, it's a beautiful walk, beautiful yeah. area. And it's it's changed a lot, but it's absolutely gorgeous. And this isn't the, the subject of the podcast, but how has the new playground at Otumba been welcomed by the kids down there. My daughter Lucy is an avid user, but we have been overwhelmed with the response that we've gotten. The grand opening that took place last month was so fantastic. We were expecting about 100 people and we had about 500 show up for the the grand opening. We cut the ribbon and the kids just literally flocked onto the new equipment. (laughs) And it's been really cool. You know, I'm a West Side girl. I live on the West Waterfront and we go to Otumbo quite often. And just to see how many people and families and kids are using the park now, it's it, it just warms my heart. We go down there all the time and there's like 20, 30 kids that are on the playground equipment, whereas before it was barely used. And then the beach there with the Moby mat. I mean, it's, it's a great atmosphere and it's such a welcomed addition to our community. It's awesome. Yeah. They've really taken something where I think it all kind of began because they had to do some, some beach improvements there after the high water had caused some damage there. And to take something like that and turn it into what they ended up creating is a, a huge improvement to the park and then the playground thing as well. And you always had the pavilion there. That's really nice. Yeah. So it's a great little secret park for those who had it. I'm sure there are some Sturgeon Bay folks who are like, don't tell people about this, right? <laughs> like I get that all the time. Anytime we, any article we do in the Pulse, it's somebody comes up to me. It's like, stop giving it away. I'm like, I mean, what do you want us to do it? Print a, blank sheet of paper and just distribute it. Like, yeah. <laughs> Please, would you do that, Miles? We really want to pay for that and read that. But, okay, back to Maritime back Week. To back to Maritime Week. week. Yes. I mean, you know, talking about parks and beaches and our Coast Guard who help keep our waterways safe, we do something each year. The, the Maritime Museum and the Sturgeon Bay Yacht Club have been doing it for a number of years. We present both a Mariner Award and a U.S. Coast Guard Person of the Year Award. That award recognizes an individual, the Mariner Award recognizes an individual who's had a significant, positive, lasting impact on the Door County Maritime community. And then the Coast Guard Person of the Year Award recognizes a local Coast Guardsman or woman who exemplifies the Coast Guard's core values of honor, respect, and devotion to duty. We have dinner Monday night the Sturgeon Bay Yacht Club and uh, Mariner Award nominees and Sturgeon Bay Coast Guard nominees are invited. And between the Yacht Club and the Maritime Committee, we pay for their dinner. It's open to the community. Anybody that wants to support people in the community, show a, a appreciation for our Coast Guard people who do some really excellent work. I'm really excited about this year's U.S. Coast Guard nominee. I can't give anything away, but this person it's gone above and beyond the call of duty of their of what is assigned to them and really helps out the greater Coast Guard community at large. So I'm really excited about this winter. Can either of you tell me what does it mean? Like the fact that we have the Coast Guard here, it almost seems obvious, but it, you kind of forget about it until you go out to the Coast Guard station or you go see the cutter and stuff like that. What does it mean to be a, an official Coast Guard city? The Sturgeon Bay Coast Guard Committee is not a official committee of the city government. It is an independent committee which 
has benefits because then we can do fundraisers and do events and activities without having to jump through some of the municipal government hoops, sure. which has its advantages. Let me tell you, from yeah. having to work for the municipalities, it's, it's great. You don't have to have the accidental quorum that <laughs> yep. throws everything out. Yep, yep. And, oh, shoot, we forgot about the meeting we're doing tomorrow. Okay, agenda, here you go. Yeah. <laughs> so we have a committee. It's made up of... A variety of people from all around the county, everybody from Wayne Spricka to Mike Barker at the city, ourselves, the Maritime Museum, Coast Guard folks. It's a wide variety, U.S. Navy League. But we, as one of the 16 Coast Guard cities in the United States and the only one in Wisconsin, we have the privilege and the honor of working to make the lives of our U.S. Coast Guard enlisted and retired service members better. How can we do that? How can we help the Coasties the time that they are here? Do they need, you know, connections in the community for housing? Do they need connections in the community for childcare? We're in the process right now of putting that together a digital welcome packet. Mm. Hey, here's where you can go that gives military discounts on oil service changes. Oh yeah. Or here, you know, here's where you can go to get your kid take your kids and here's how to sign them up for soccer. Hmm. things that when you move to a new community, you don't know. And if you're moving through, you're getting restationed somewhere every two to three years. That's, that's a lot you're of people. You're constantly going through that transition. Mm-hmm. I can't right. imagine going as, as a dad transitioning that, mm-hmm. that one time, let alone like just that's part of my life for every few years. Part of your life and your kids just do it. So with the Coast Guard City Committee, since COVID really, we've been working to put on more activities throughout the year, mm-hmm. more, I don't want to call them mixers, but social mm-hmm. events for Coast Guard folks encouraging and promoting the Coast Guard more uh, just within our own marketing at the Maritime Museum. Mm -hmm. The museum actually is in the process of reconfiguring one of the galleries. Since we moved, we built the tower, a lot of the artifacts and exhibits that were in the legacy part of the museum have been moved into the tower. Okay. So, okay, now now what are we going to do in the legacy part of the museum, right? So we're in the process of putting together one of the floors, one of the one of the main galleries will become the history of the U.S. Lifesaving Service and Coast Guard. Oh, cool. Makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, we've, <laughs> we're surrounded by Coast Guard. You know, they're, they're telling us over at the station they've got a basement full of artifacts. So as a Coast Guard city, our goal is to bring awareness to the fact that we have Coast Guard detachments here in Door County and also the work that those people do for us in the military, whether you agree with military service or not. Those folks are out there making sure that those of us on our boats are safe, those of us using the water are safe. I know they do work with science, and I just heard a a little bleep about making sure the water quality is safe (laughs) before you go in and go swimming. Um, You know, they work with that stuff too. So it's really, the Coast Guard isn't just policing the waters. Yeah. They also, in the Marine Safety Detachment that works directly with Bay Shipbuilding, they're over there doing inspections in the ships. Oh, okay. They don't have anything to do with recreational boating. It's commercial boating. Everybody forgets. I forget about them sometimes. Oh, yeah, there's somebody over there inspecting and making sure that these <laughs> yeah. massive freighters yeah. are okay to travel the Great Lakes. Yeah. Like, it's a big job. So with the dinner, we honor the Coast Guard men and women, as well as mariners who have had a big impact. Like I said, anybody is welcome to come and attend that. That's on Monday night of Maritime Week. We've been trying to get some of the officers from Milwaukee, the sector, to come up. And they keep telling us, like, to come up for the dinner. Well, we'll come up for the dinner, but we won't come for the golf outing because the golf dinner was Monday night or t- Tuesday night and golf was Thursday. They're like, we can't do that. So this year we reordered Maritime Week. So it goes Monday night, awards dinner. Tuesday morning is the golf outing then. So we U.S. Coast Guard, 
salute to the Coast Guard golf outing down at Idlewild Golf Course, just south of Sturgeon Bay. Thank you very much to them. They're a wonderful sponsor for us. The course is fantastic. I always see some wildlife when I'm down there. <laughs> Last year it was bald eagles. Nice. <laughs> it was. It was really cool as we were playing. And any money, any of the money that we earn from sponsorships, whole sponsors, and players that come to that golf outing, it all helps sponsor and support U.S. Coast Guard families and the activities that we do throughout Maritime Week and the rest of the year. You know, getting the gist of this event, it is pretty cool how much of it, you know, so much of the stuff we do in Door County is geared at generating business, generating revenue, and obviously fundraising. But this really does seem like all these different ways to say thank you to the Coast Guard. Like whether it be the dinner, the golf outing, raising money for them, it's more of like a, a salute to them than as, than it is as much as like we want to draw ten thousand people. This isn't a festival. Obviously, people are coming and people are welcome, but like it is it is neat that it's just like this whole thing to say like hey, thank you. And we made it bigger this year. We're working with the Door County Fair and the Fair Committee, and the fair on Wednesday night, opening night, Wednesday August 9th, seven o'clock on the main stage with Boogie and the Yo Yos. <laughs> <laughs> They're a great band. You guys have had them for Fire Nice, I know, a few times. What they, kind of music is Boogie and the Yo-Yos? I think they play rock. a little bit about everything, but, it's yeah. fun rock, dance, like, party. They're really well-known across Wisconsin, yeah, so they, they always usually draw a great crowd. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're going to do opening salute to the Coast Guard on Wednesday night, August 9th, 7 o'clock at the main stage. And the Door County Fair is offering a half-price admission to all active duty and military veterans when they show ID for the day on Wednesday. That's the first time in recent memory, uh, anybody can remember that the Door County Fair has done that. I think that's a big deal. I know it's not free admission, but half price is pretty good. And we're excited to invite people from all over Northeastern Wisconsin to come up to our little Cherryland Fair (laughs) and uh, see that salute to the Coast Guard. Most of us in Door County are familiar with the Mobile Bay, the U.S. Coast Guard Cutter Mobile Bay that is stationed by Sawyer Park. Sits there on and off majority of the year when it's not busy working, putting out buoys or doing ice rescue and ice breaking work. Mobile Bay is currently in dry dock in Cleveland. So our folks uh, that are normally here, stationed in Sturgeon Bay, are over there for the summer. I don't think they're real happy about that. But anyhow, (laughs) um, I've been told there's some interesting things to do in Cleveland. Crickets. (laughs) (laughs) Never been. (laughs) Neither have I. But as a little placeholder, we will have two visiting Coast Guard cutters. For sure one, the Katmai Bay. And we're hoping the Bristol Bay, hint, hint, will also come um, over from Grand Haven after they're done with Coast Guard Week over at Grand Haven, Michigan. But so the Katmai Bay will for sure be in port in Sturgeon Bay Monday and Wednesday, August 7th and 9th, and be doing free deck tours for anybody from 1 to 4 p.m. There's also the training ship state of Michigan is going to visit for sure on Friday, and then I think they depart on Saturday. I'm excited to look at the visiting coast cutter and the visiting training ship. We're not exactly sure yet Who's going to dock where? Sure. <laughs> Somebody will probably be over in Grand Park. Somebody will be at the Sawyer Park where Mobile Bay typically is. But that will be a great one. If you're like a boat nerd, I'm sure you'll love it. If you are someone like me with little kids, they'll love it. So pretty cool opportunity for whatever age you are. And the Coasties have a blast. We are kind of one of the, fi- the final event of the week for the Coast Guard both active duty and retired, we do a picnic. And we're doing it this year at the Maritime Museum. It's Friday from 1 to 3 barbecue, we're going to do some games. It's pretty easy, but it's just an opportunity for Coast Guard men and women to interact with each other from the different detachments off duty. 
you know, they've all got something in common working for the Coast Guard. But, you know, how do you make friends unless you hang out with people <laughs> outside of work, <laughs> yeah, right? right. Mm-hmm. And when you're working a lot because you're an active duty military personnel, it's kind of hard to do that sometimes. So a lot of these events throughout Maritime Week are both to celebrate and honor the Coast Guard, but also to give the different detachment, members of the different detachments, an opportunity to socialize with each other in an off-duty, casual form and enjoy everything that Sturgeon Bay and Door County has to offer. Yeah. One last thing before we go, our Maritime Week would not be able to happen without the support of the City of Sturgeon Bay, the Greater Green Bay Council of the United States Navy League, the Sturgeon Bay Yacht Club, the Door County Fair, Toddex Marketplace, Flanagan's Distributing, Thanks, Brian. And uh, Smoke and Tom's Team Barbecue, he also is going to donate and do the picnic for us. And so it's definitely a community effort. Destination Sturgeon Bay has been a wonderful partner for us and really, really helpful with the marketing. And let's have a, let's hope for good weather always. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're really appreciative of all the things that the Maritime Museum does to make this event possible. We talked about it at the beginning, but celebrating our maritime history is something that's super important and we don't do it enough. So this week is really dedicated to celebrating that and the Coast Guard, which is such an important piece of who we are. So thanks so much, Paige. Everything you talked about is on your website at dcmm.org. Or if you're interested in purchasing Bloody Mary social tickets, you can visit our website, surgeonbay.net, for more information or the link to tickets. Excellent. Thank you guys both for joining us. And I think, like, if if somebody hasn't been down to the Maritime Museum ever or if they haven't been there in a long time, like, it's a great opportunity or even, like, found a reason to get down to Surgeon Bay uh, if that's not usually where you like to go. Like, like I said earlier, you've got the great improvements at Grand Park, all the little waterfront areas that have been improved bit by bit over the years, Otumba Park, the new Maritime Tower. You can check all this stuff out and also be part of this, like everything else that's going on down there. So it's a really cool opportunity to go and see all the progress being made in Sturgeon Bay. So thank you both for joining us. Thanks for helping us with the hours of editing we're going to have to do to this podcast (laughs) after we leave the studio here. I appreciate you guys volunteering to stick around all day. Um, (laughs) Hey, at least we made little notes. (laughs) Nope, done. (laughs) Thanks again, guys. Thank you so much for listening to the Door County Pulse podcast. If you want to support us at The Pulse, check out doorcountypulse.com slash shop, where you can get a weekly Pulse subscription, purchase some incredible Door County artwork from Pulse artist Ryan Miller, and much more. We hope you've enjoyed the Door County Pulse podcast, and we will see you next time.